BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part or until you want to divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a bag of honor. But for real, it's my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I interview... Celebrities, Bravo celebrities, specific category for them. Um, Tastemakers, influencers. And today's soups special. Soups. Because I'm interviewing somebody who I've known. You're probably like honestly one of the longest friends I've ever had in my entire life, which says more about me than it says about you because you have friends longer than me. Yes. <laughs> um, but you are the reason that I am podcasting in audio and have a career Nicole Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks, girl. I mean, I love being in my bed talking to you. It's just like old times. Wasn't the plan. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but here we are. We and, are. And that's why I love podcasting because like in what other world could we sit on your bed and do my job? No other world. <laughs> no other world. Okay, so normally on this podcast, I like to talk to people who I admire in the industry, mm-hmm. who I um, want to be friends with. You okay. know how I do. Yeah, you know how I, I do. do. But we're already friends. I like to... Talk about their careers and how they got to where they were because I feel like we live in a really interesting time, especially entertainment, where like we are going from a place where conglomerates and major media corporations Mm -hmm. were like, you know, the big boss. And now it's becoming a little bit more independent. Yes. And I feel like more and more people can kind of find their audience without necessarily like Harvey Weinstein saying, hey, kid, I'm going to give you a break. Yeah. Just let me jerk off into this plant real quick. Yeah, just watch me shower. (laughs) First of all, I have a question. Would you ever want somebody to watch you shower? No, I mean, do you, I mean, I close truth, my eyes when I get into the shower, right? <laughs> uh, but like, truth—that sounds like the like seems like it's the worst or the 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 least worst of it. Like, of all the things that Harvey Weinstein has been accused of doing, and that I I know that he might have made me do. If he just wanted to watch, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> you, Nicole's like, that's the one thing I would do. Yeah. No, for it stuck with me because I'm like, if I was a boss, bitch, white privileged man, right, right. I, with looking like him, right. with that bod, I'd be like everything in the dark. 
everything. <laughs> everything in the dark. Lights off, most of the clothes off, or on, on, most of the clothes like, on. Unzip my pants, yes. pull my penis through. Leave a little like, hole. If I'm looking like Harvey Weinstein, yeah. which I actually feel like I'm the female version of him right now. Oh my God, Taylor. But I, I am making everybody wear blindfolds. If I'm that powerful, I'm like, stop looking at me, Swan. Even the dog? Even the dog. Right? There, Nicole's dog's here. He wants to play catch. And I'm like, Leo, I will not. And get off my... I'm sorry. Get off my podcast equipment. <laughs> Leo is like le- <laughs> sunbathing on your Literally. podcast equipment. So, okay. So your career... So for those of you who don't know... Yes. Nicole got me into my career. Right. Um, we've been friends since college. We have. And you are still at the facility. I am at the facility. Which is also known as Sirius XM yes. Radio. And um, you are on a tiny little show mm. called The Morning Mashup. I am. It's kind of a big deal. It's like the most listened to show on the platform. Literally. So says I don't know who, but yes. I uh, Yes. I used to say that you guys were the Z Morning Zoo of Sirius, but then didn't they bring over the Z Morning Zoo through like, like I, I'm still confused about how many channels they have. Yeah. I mean, they have, now we've got like Pandora. It's like, it, I'm, I'm confused myself at what is what. I think we stream a bunch of stuff, but um, yeah. I don't even, I mean, who are those Z Morning Zoo people? <laughs> really? Yeah. Z Morning Zoo, what? Who really cares about them? But you guys are like the major top 40 yes, show yes. on the platform. And probably the most listened to, you know, accidentally because we're like the most family friendly and everybody likes pop music and well, we're you know I mean that's CHR though that's that's like standard yeah, radio I totally. mean that, that like when you're getting into radio where you are that's the goal totally. that's the dream that's why people wake up at fucking three o'clock in the morning a hundred percent so anyway so huge show yeah. you've been on it now for how long this is our 14th year which makes <laughs> me f- yes literally could uh, in my mouth uh, one more time it, it is just we are so old we're so old <laughs> but at the same time I say that number and it makes me feel like really proud but like I feel like I'm filled with a lot of pride that's a long time to be on radio show you're like a housewife kind of <laughs> I'm like one of the OG housewives you're like Vicky Gumbelson I'm, I'm literally Vicky Gumbelson <laughs> I was just about to say that oh my god twins twin twin brains <laughs> yeah so and I also want to talk about later on the podcast like we like we started this off like wanting to work together of course and so I want to talk about like dreams and dreams. like future plans like yeah. maybe like what could be okay but we'll get to that in okay. a second so first things first when you were born Yes, I was born. Every baby deserves to be born. Yes. That's my favorite movie. Do you know? No. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what movie are she talking about? When you were born. Great movie. You, um, did, like, and you started to know what you wanted to, like, do or be. You were a little kid. You know, they go around and they're like, what do you want to be? Yeah. Oh, my God. Side note. So, do you remember Dr. Wider from my show? Yes, I do very well. She's still with me. She's fab. We just went to Canyon Ranch. We yes, did a retreat. I saw. And so her youngest, Piper, this is the, my fun, my favorite story of the world. Parker's name was almost Piper. No way. Have we had this discussion before? No, I don't no, think okay. so. Okay. I did not know that. I like the name Piper. I love it too. So she was at like um, career day. Parents okay. come in and, you know, she's like, my, like, both my parents are doctors or whatever. And they went around the room and said to kids, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she, right. Dr. Wider said, like, a lot of kids were, like, famous, Kardashians, blah, which oh, is, like, says more about, like, the youth of today than anything horrible. else and, like, the world we live in. But, like, we'll get to that later. Okay. But Piper said, I want to be a dog. Wait, what? And I thought, girl, you is a genius. <laughs> I want to be Leo. I mean, I wish you guys could see a picture of Leo. I should take a picture <laughs> so you can post it so you can see it, how Leo is living his best life right now. I want to be a dog. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Th- think about it. They have no responsibility. They sleep all day. They sleep all day. They poop outside. Right. The only issue for me being a dog is like the limitations of what I get to consume. Like somebody controlling my food intake. That's exactly. a problem. Yeah. But they also get like a lot of like fun scraps from the table, which they're not supposed to normally consume. So that's like you getting like a fun like 
little like cotton candy scrap or something from a giant that's following <laughs> that's your owner i don't know um i don't know i just feel like also they're kind of like having the last laugh like we think that they like you know not we can't we think we know they can't speak but like they're just looking around at but us can like, they right i don't know sometimes i wonder <laughs> they're kind of in charge kind of yeah they like to play all day yeah they just kind of rub themselves on things and then they can freely hump with minimal punishment yeah i mean no hr is not coming after leo if <laughs> He humps my leg. It's just not going to happen. He's allowed to do it. I might swat him off, but I'm not, he's not going to get reprimanded or but it, fired. But it's like when I was little, I was like, I want to be the president because I was a type A little no, bitch personality. Didn't. Of course I did, Nicole. Oh, Come on, you know me. God. But like when you were little, like, did you see yourself in the entertainment industry? Okay, so I ha- it's weird that you're saying this because I had this experience the other day. I don't remember who I was interviewing. But and well, I want to talk about all the people you've interviewed too. Yeah. We're gonna get to that because it's fascinating. I was talking to, to somebody who basically was like they were like in diapers and like performing. It was like one of those kind of con- like conversations. I mean, no, it wasn't her. Um, <laughs> I haven't had her on in a while, but well, we'll, we'll get to her. Yeah, um, but, but it, it's um, I had this flashback when they said that that I was I had to have been like six or seven, and there was this closet in our like like a um a coat closet in our the, like the foyer area of our house, and I had this little device. I have one flash of it, and I have to ask my mom if I made this oh up my God. and I would go in there and I there was like a little microphone on it and I would record myself you're lying to me I swear to God we've actually never had this conversation I by the know. way and we've been friends for over oh, 14 years exactly <laughs> uh, <laughs> 16 or 17 years that's almost two decades stop saying the numbers I okay can't. just let's not think about it anymore it's giving me agita <laughs> I'm giving an ulcer oh my god no, agita is such an old person thing to say I'm sorry um, but so I had a flash of this and it, I, to me it was, like I never remembered myself saying I want to be on the radio but like that was like a little foreshadowing there it was like a weird thing to have that flashback but I think I said stupid things like I want to be an artist I want to be an astronaut like I said stupid things like that we all did yeah that's what kids do okay so now like actually wait, I'm really quickly sorry no what Parker also, my daughter wants to be an artist, although we just... What's, what's her medium? Well, she told me at first she wants to be a colorist. She met That could be a real job, actually. Well... For, like, Pixar no, films? A col- no, a colorist is somebody who colors your hair. Oh. But she thought that that was an artist. So I was like, do, so do you want to color hair? Do you want to, like, do she art? She wants to be Jonathan from Queer Eye? <laughs> she I, that, I, I want to be. Uh, don't you? Okay. Want, I, almost, uh, I, I don't even know if I can hear because I'm going to get so jealous. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the worst part about not working series is the access to celebs. But I will say this: you always, always had better and way more access than I ever did to celebs. Like you always got it. Like I got like no, no shade because you know I love them. But like Bravo celebrities. But like, like that when like Beyonce and J Lo came in, like Taylor Strecker was not getting her. But you are. Yeah, but that's because that's about, again by virtue of the fact that I'm just on this channel. Uh, it's like it's not. It's not. It just happened. So delicious. So I'm going to ask you a million celeb questions and put you in really uncomfortable positions and make you say really horrible, horrible. I probably will be open to saying horrible things about them. Yay! Yeah, I usually call them out like before they come in if they're late or something. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. So um, then, like in high school, when you're like applying to colleges, yeah. So we that's where we met was Ithaca College, right? Did you have like any sort of like? Because I feel like when I was in high school, I was like, I want to be a lawyer because I saw Legally Blonde. No joke. No, no. What's the matter with you? You're smarter than oh, that. Oh, what's for president? Yeah, that's like not real. It's a movie. It's made. It's fiction. I don't think you understand that all my life decisions are based on movies <laughs> and I, television shows. I married husband because of Sex in the Stupid City, and I thought I was Charlotte. Oh, and I no. thought you were Samantha. <laughs> I was Samantha. <laughs> so actually, all real life is based on shows. <laughs> um... Wow. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I was Samantha. That was a real life thing. But and you're you, really more of a Carrie. 
Because I mean, like Samantha has like a, like a crazy abnormal like existence, and like you're married with two kids. But I just loved to bang back in the day. You did all you different did. bangs. I just like just wanted to experience different men. Bang bang into I, the room. I have, totally. I have that was her nickname. Zero regrets about it. Like I feel like I got it out of my system. I experienced a lot. All shapes and sizes, and like I'm good now. I'm okay being married with kids. You know, <laughs> that's the way to do it, right? You got to bang it out of your system. You got to bang it out of your system. <laughs> that is the takeaway from today's there show. You that go. that is the Easter egg. I hope you guys enjoyed the yes. podcast. Good day. Okay, so like you, when you're going to apply to colleges, I mean Ithaca was definitely known for its communication yeah. school, but I think that was just like a fad. Like all of our moms' friends were like, "I'm gonna be in advertising," right? Because like Diane Keaton and Baby Boom. Okay. Again, movies. Okay. Um, I think most people base decisions secretly <laughs> on pop culture. Probably a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, bit. or it's part of the decision making. Exactly. So you were like, I'm going to go to Ithaca and be... I sort of that. Drunk? I, no, yes. <laughs> very drunk, very high. Um, or was it even, I'm going to go meet my husband because that's how your parents met? Yes. And I think I thought there was a little bit of that. And then I did end up dating somebody for most of college. Yep. Um, and he was a... Viable monster, my word's not yours. Yeah. I mean, um, you actually obviously got along better with him than I did. He, yeah, well, I fought I did. with him a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was a maniac. He was a complete yeah. maniac. I also I... met him in, like, post-good years. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Remember when we were carrying him back from the bar? And he's... Carrying we, him, we yes. We were carrying him. We he were was trying, a little guy. We were, he was a short guy, but, like, yes. like built. Yeah. And we were trying, like, think he of a wrestler. Gir- he was girthy. Gir- he, girthy all over. So yeah. I hear. Yes. So we were, like, carrying this choke. Right? Is Choke. that what we call them? Yep. Back to your house. Yes. And you guys had this like raised up kind of like, yeah. um, it, it was almost like, how do you describe it? We were it? on a hill. The house was on a hill. So, so the when you walked up to the was like, on yeah. like pillars. Yes. A part of it. Yes. And he just, at that moment we walked by it, he just like, we lost control of him and yep. he slammed his entire face. Yes, he did. Into the side of I'm pretty it. sure that we were going to get in some trouble for that. I thought pretty we were going to have to sure, call 911. Pretty he was, sure he had a concussion. I thought he had brain damage, not just a concussion. He was brain damaged before that. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, I forgot about that. Right. We had to carry him. It was multiple girls. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> never forget. Like, dude, uh, get it together. I mean, did he ever have it together? That was him like every night. Every night. We just saw so him. attractive. Oh, so how could you resist? I couldn't. Clearly. <laughs> Three and a half years of my effing life. So, but when you went to school, I for, your major was what? I forget. So, okay, so I was kind of like what you're saying about Diane Keaton. Like, I was kind of like, I think I want to be like, like I thought like well, I was going to be a party planner. So I wanted to be like, in, I want to be a publicist, or like in marketing. Like, totally, I had this, I, probably from watching a movie that this would be cool to right. be in events like Samantha was in Sex in the City. There, there you go, girl. Um, so I, my major was weird. It was called Applied Psychology, and it was like psych, business, and communications all wrapped into it's one. kind of awesome. It was kind of awesome. And then I was in advertising and public relations minor so you really you did have like a, a general ideal but i remember okay so you graduated a year before me which yes. was very difficult for me because yes. i was codependent as fuck yeah. at that point with you we were like butt buds we were and then um you were doing a lot of temp work you did temp work at an ad agency i did it and I, then i and i was working at a um as a temp for th- this company would send you out to jobs in the communications field or in the entertainment field. Okay. So they would set you up in temp jobs at like a movie production company or the advertising agency. It was a cool, it was actually a really cool temp agency. I never realized that you were so focused on your career. I thought you were just at like a general temp agency, just just like lollygagging all over the place. No, I think I just got lucky. My cousin was like, this is a great temp agency to go with with, from what you like graduated with. Wow, Zowie, I guess you do have to have a fucking plan. I mean, it's like- Good thing we were friends for me. (laughs) Right? 
the bong down. And I was like, thanks, cuz. You know, and then I went and I started working with them. And they were the ones who told who got me the job at Sirius. So you got the job as a reception Sirius, which yes. I want to say right now, being a receptionist, especially at a big, huge, cool company, Correct. is the key to everything. 100%. Nicole knew. It doesn't also hurt that you're gorgeous and so friendly and very Love lovable. You. But you, you were like, you were the queen of the castle. Every you had, Nicole was literally the gatekeeper. Well, you, also my, my desk was like a throne. It, I like legit It was very was. game of throwing. I was very, like when you walked in, it was all about me. They that This has since changed. Lord, what was it? Lady Stark. <laughs> well, I don't watch Game of Thrones. So don't get mad yeah, at me. Yeah, but you don't look like her. She's okay. Snow White with red hair. I, I think that kind of sounds cool. Yeah, but like you don't look. look like okay, that. Okay, no. I'm a little browner. <laughs> Especially now yeah. from your trip for St. Martin. Know, Girl, I'm going to get a spray tan a little bit. That's why I'm wearing Moo Moo. Okay, so. Yes. So I took that job, but the the, the girl that, that was like my temp agent was like, listen, there's a job as a reception. Was, was it like, called CD Radio then? Or no, was it, it was, serious? It was just serious. And Are you I, sure it wasn't Cyrus? Because that's when I first started working there. Everyone was like, you were working at Cyrus? It was never Cyrus. That was just what morons called it. But like when we first started working there, it was not that well known. No, it was, it was we didn't even have Howard Stern. And there, You're it, right. It was a couple hundred thousand subscribers. That was it. Like I don't think we had like a, a million yet. Wow, and and I remember her telling me because I knew XM because our friend Lauren had XM in her car because she had a BMW in college, and she was like, "Listen, this woman was like, you got to take this job. They hire within, get your foot in the door." I was like, "I just went to college for four years. Like, I'll be someone's assistant and then work my way up right. in that department." But I'm not answering effing phones. And the girl woman was like, "Just do she it." She was like, "Please trust me. Like, I wish I could like track her down." When did you like go from kicking and screaming, mm. right, to saying like, "Oh wait, I can make this work for me, legit"? Like, how many months? Think, think, think back. It's not months. I think I hit Weeks? like you. No, no, no. It was like years? Lo longer. No. <laughs> you? Yes. Um. No. I was. I was at that desk for way longer than I should have been, and that they promised. They yes. strung me along a little bit, and then I had opportunities, so I stayed a little bit longer than I should have as well. Um. Probably like a year. I was there for like a year and a few months, and then moved into. Was there ever a point though that you were like, okay, even though I'm at this desk. Like it really is like something special or you like get me off this desk. No, no, I was always like get me off this desk, but I knew that the place was becoming something special. I mean, I remember one time I got a chance. This is while you were still working reception. I got a chance to interview John Mayer mm -hmm. and you knew his A&R rep because yes. just because. I knew everybody. <clears throat> and like he was talking to you so did casually. Did he get on you? Yes, he did. <laughs> Thank you for asking me that. I was leading you there. <laughs> yeah, John Mayer hit on me like he does anyone with a vagina. Also true. Give me a break. But um, no, I thought John Mayer and I were going to be boyfriend girlfriend. I thought we were going to date. Yeah. It's like so much so that my dad was like, don't sleep with him. Don't be another notch in his belt. And I was like, I won't, daddy. And meanwhile. You're like, yes, I will. John never called. No, he didn't. Shockingly. No. Um, But anyways, the thing is though, like I know you got your big break yes. with Morning Mashup. However, you were doing a lot of on-air work yeah. while you were sitting at the reception desk. Yeah, like, the, the like didn't you know it would be like it was inevitable? I, no, no. I was really? like, you guys are using my ass. Like the imaging department would call me, and like I would, they would use my voice to like read like a like a voiceover thing or like a sweeper or a promo or something. And it sort of like got to be known that like, oh, like yeah, her voice works, and they would use me a lot. Or they, a certain shows would call me in and like during my lunch hour and be like, what's Which your shows? opinion on this? Like Covino and Rich. Which was a Maxim radio show. Um, Larry Flick on the, when it was Out Q. Yep. Um, which is the gay and lesbian channel. Which I got rid of because Andy Cohen's on now. And who needs a gay and lesbian channel when Andy Cohen's here? Correct. Uh, I do love you, Andy, by the way. Yes. He used to wave to me. I'll love him forever. I mean. The last time I was at Watch the Live, he goes like this to me. He looked at me and I said, hey, Andy. Looked at me like, you know how he looks at people. Yep. Like, he meets so many people. Like, how can he remember? Of I course. actually respect. And then I said, by the way, 
you might remember me from Sirius. Um, I don't work there anymore. And then you like kind of looked at me and walked away. And then came back. He tapped tap me on tap me on the shoulder and goes, "You're hey girl, hey." And I was like, "I am hey girl, hey." Shut up. It was the best day of my but life. But wait, for two seconds, was it the worst when he just looked at you and mm-hmm. walked away? Mm-hmm. And then he redeemed himself. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. all right. I see now. <laughs> see, like I could see you like crawling to a fetal position after he just like looked at you and walked away. Legit. But okay. then he. I mean, it was just like the greatest, glorious thing ever. No. Um. Okay. And then with Larry Flick. But I feel like you were you. Oh, you went on a ton of Shade Forty Five shows. A lot of Shade Forty Five. Yep. We actually went to Vegas with some of the Shade Forty Five guys. I prefer not to remember that. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we are allowed. We had, we had, no, we were allowed, uh, and we had, a, we had a really fun time. We had a great time. We won't talk of and speak of what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Except for what happened with you and little John. He whipped me in the face with his dreadlock, and I said to him, what? And he responded with a, watch out! Okay. <laughs> oh, glorious. It was that, pretty cold. It was strong. Too. It, was, it felt it like was it left a mark on your cheek. Pungent, and it left a mark on my cheek. Yes. Strong. Yes. yes. Yeah. Anyway, Those good times. Good times. Yeah, so I went on all these shows, and, and so like, but I just thought they were using me I didn't think I never was like you know what maybe there's something here so what did you think you'd actually end up in at serious like advertising yes or, yeah marketing. because at the same time that you and I like uh, were doing like our stuff for Cosmo radio and then that ended up kind of being you and not me that was I, a to- by, by the way I mean that was you were such a fucking good amazing friend thanks mama you were we launched Cosmo radio yeah I was doing it you, you and I were, were meant to do it, supposed to do it. It's a sin that we didn't do it. Yeah. But it's actually the biggest blessing in the world to Probably. you. Probably. No, no, no. No, no. Oh, tr- trust. You ended up in a better spot. Like, I remember year three, I was like, Nicole won. I lost. This is bad. <laughs> it, was not a, it was not a competition. It was a competition. But if it were, you won. <laughs> Because, I mean, Morning Mashup was just like, it was, you were on a different side. You were under talk, which meant you were under different bosses. Yeah. You had a steady boss. What's that like? It's yeah. Um, who was tough, but went to bat for you guys. Yeah, and to the state, protects yeah. you and still yeah. fights for you. Um, and, you know, and, and, and got to be on, like, one of the most listened to yes. shows. And that's saying a lot when Howard Stern is also in your time slot. 100%. So. It was a good, it was a, it was a good coup for me. It was. But, so we were supposed to work together. Yes. And it didn't work out. I ended up going to Cosmo Radio. So thank you for that. Thank You're you welcome. for moving to radio. Of course. And then, um, and then how many months later did you start doing Morning Mashup? Well, Not the, that far after. The thing is, before that happened, I was still sort of entertaining, like, doing a real job. Like marketing. And I was interviewing in the, um, the marketing department and the advertising department. And they both, and I would just be their assistant. And then I would have moved up and hopefully maybe by now been like a manager or director or something. Um, and they both, they both offered torturing me the job. Torturing talent. <laughs> torturing talent. <laughs> they both offered me the position and I was like kind of deciding and at the same time, the boys on the morning show decided that they had wanted a girl and kind of, yep. we had been good friends off the air and, um, you know, kind of came up to me and knew that the whole thing with you and I hadn't worked out and were yes. like, hey, do you want to try to do this? Because they knew that you had aspirations to be on air from th- those auditions. Right. And, and that you were, I mean, you and I went far. Yeah. You we know, did go like, far. Like, like everyone, every management person at Sirius <clears throat> co-signed us. Yeah. So you had already been given the stamp of approval by anybody yeah. who was anybody at Sirius. Yeah. So I, I kind of was like, I still feel like I don't really know how to be on the radio. And obviously I don't if I didn't get that, that, 
that you know that position on Cosmo Radio. No, you do because I remember we had an audition one time and I started to shake and cry and you said, "Stop it, loser! No one's gonna listen to this." Did I say that? Yes, and I was like, "She's correct," but I'm still so nervous. <laughs> yes, I feel like we did we go drinking before that, like for like brunch drinks. We went drinking before everything. Okay, um, I true. just recently stopped drinking before everything. So good girl, thanks, thank proud you. of you. How's it going? I'm I'm on the college route, so I don't drink during the week, which is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, that's fair. It's actually good though, right? Hey, and baby then, steps. And then the last couple Thursdays have been. You know, a little bit dicey. Okay. Because I'm like, ha! Okay, let's, let's not get there. Let's <laughs> then stop like, before that. How do we get home? What happened? And Taylor's like, I want a divorce even though we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you be careful. That's hey. I'm not going to I'm not gonna fuck it up. We need to keep her. I'm, I'm like a fuck boy. Love her. <laughs> I love her. I mean, I love you, but I love her. I know. I know. I get it. When, ugh, I'm so used to being with guys that, like, you know, we're one. Whatever. And everybody's like, we love you better. And now I'm with somebody that everyone likes better. I'm like, no, I get it. We don't love her better, but I love her so much. So I, I just, know. I'm okay, just, don't worry. I'll okay. fuck it up. Okay. Hey, guys. It's time for a quick break to talk about one of our awesome sponsors, Rothy's. So Rothy's are the most comfortable flats that you will ever wear. And you can wear them all day for every occasion. Seriously, you're like never going to want to take them off. So here's a little info about Rothy's. Well, they have a, an amazing color and pattern selection. Fantastic. And they're always updating their lineup. But they launch new colors every few weeks and they sell out constantly. So I want to tell you about my favorite so that you have an opportunity to get your hands on it because... I'm truly in love. So they have all different types of flats. They have the regular flat. They've got the loafer flat. My favorite is the point, And my absolute favorite is in the maritime navy. It's like a really perfect navy blue. It's deep. It's almost jewel-like. It's brilliant in a way, even though it's a navy. And I honestly feel like navy is the new black. And I also feel like black is harsh in the spring and summer months, even though it's like normally my uniform because, hello, I'm a New Yorker. But I'm trying to move more into the navy zone now that spring and summer is upon us. And I'll be wearing these with jeans, with dresses, with everything, baby. And Rothy's are actually royal approved. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Meghan Markle, people. Uh, she slipped on her Rothy's on her recent Australian tour with Prince Harry. And they have been flying off the shelves ever since. So, like I told you, they sell out of things in quick. So, if someone's piquing your interest, I'm telling you, don't hesitate. Also, something about their shoes that are going to blow your mind. They're made from recycled plastic water bottles. Like, what? Crazily enough, they're so soft. Softest shoes you're going to ever put on your feet. Major added bonus, they're machine washable. Because let's face it, feet sweat. And I don't know about you, but mine stink. And I love that I can wash them because... They don't have to worry about buying those little weird socks that always slip down. Anyway, I love my Rothy's, and I know you're going to love them too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use code TAYLOR to get free shipping with no minimum. And not only is it free shipping, but it's free shipping and free returns exchanges on your Rothy's shoes. Mm-hmm, they hook it up. But I'm just telling you, you won't want to return them, so it doesn't really matter. But they've got you covered no matter what. So go to rothys.com. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com. And enter TAYLOR to get your new favorite flats and free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable. And uh, um, free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's.com. Promo code Taylor. Get this deal while it lasts. And now back to the podcast. Um, okay, so um, what's so I just I was like I was like okay, you know what? Fine, I'll audition. I'm doing air quotes right now. Oh, you yeah, can't yeah. see me. So but I that's went what in. Thing is, you were a pro. You were a pro. You held my hand. Well, they I did it for a week, and then they just were like, okay, we're gonna hire you. 
Where, and I was like, okay, so you're going to hire me, and I'm still at the front desk, and so I had to do the, the dual duty for a little I while. I about the dual duty. Until they, dun, could, dun, and, dun. until they could actually move Explain me over. Explain dual duty. So, like, I literally would go, come in early in the morning. What, no, do the specifics. I would come, oh, God. Um, we would come in together. Yeah. I was 7 to 11. Okay, so I Four hours of talk. No big deal. So I'd come in for a couple hours, and because they liked me, they let me do some of it live with them, and then tape the rest. Okay. Because obviously, you know, then I had to go to the front desk. So right. I'd literally run from the studio to the front desk. So we were coming in together. Correct. Super early in the morning. Correct. We also had a, a very hefty party schedule. Correct. So we were burning the candle both ends. It was not good. I can't believe we did it. It was way worse for me than you. <laughs> Sister. <laughs> we have no music. <laughs> That's also true. No, I'm just saying my party schedule. Oh, oh well, you know, I wasn't yes. that far off. Let's get real. Yeah. Um, and then um, we would come in, and then yeah, and then you would, I'd like come out and be done for the day, and you'd be like sitting at the desk, like, kill me. Yes. I am hung beyond dying. I worked on the air. Now I'm sitting yes. here at reception, and like you had to work until like what, like five, six. Mm-hmm. So hey, and how long? Five thirty, that... actually, right in the middle. Look at that. Yeah. Wow, my memory's. <laughs> Good, really good long term. Good morning, Sirius Satellite Radio. How can I help you? <laughs> Please hold. Smash the phone. Near the, the end, phone. she was getting a lot like that. Oof. Wait, so um, when? So how long were you in that dual citizenship? It was like a couple months. It was like a couple months before I told the 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 head of all pop programming, I will blow my brains out <laughs> if you don't get me off this desk. I think the thing though that I wanted people to take away from this is that like to get it, it just seems like poof. It happened. No, it did not. Poof and not happened. poof, it happened. Not even for Cosmo Radio. We were auditioning for months yeah. during our dinner breaks. Yeah. What the dinner break? It was weird. So that's the thing is like when you have something you're working really hard towards, like I think, and I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying millennials have a very bad reputation. Right. Of like if it's not going it exactly now. as it's planned or like they, I want now, I'm entitled to, you know. I, I'm unhappy here, and it's like Nicole. How many years were you unhappy at different times in your career at SiriusXM after being there 14 years? I mean, I think I could say, um, it like not like consecutively, but like me, I was there for 12 years. I I would say like I went home and crying and a lot of yeah. stuff like that for like four and a half years. If you like, if you if you add them all up together, yeah, you had a little bit of a different scenario. You were you it were was like being in a sorority. Yeah, you were just a little sorority, and there was a lot of turnover, and you constantly had like new co-hosts, and so like you had a little bit more turmoil than I did, but yeah like working can be hard and melding different personalities and you know sort of attacking different you know stressors that come your way in the workplace they are taxing sometimes and they make you unhappy having the dream job comes with a lot of blood sweat and tears college at this point i hate saying it because i feel like you still should go to school and i've got children i'm gonna I say skip it and get into the workforce like it's it's unbelievable but it does not mean anything like no. you can get just as amazing a job not getting a college education it's all about the hustle it's all about your work ethic and you like your drive Exactly. It really is. But it does, but that does embody taking shit low level jobs yeah. and paying your dues. My dad, how much do how, do we even know how much Ithaca was? It's probably different now, but like I, I know because I was asking my parents because you know Zach and I are so spread out. My brother and I, yeah. and so like Harvard was like sixty thousand dollars a year, oh, and I was like, holy dear. mother of God! And I was like, what was Ithaca? And they were like, it was like thirty two. It was, but I had a scholarship, so it ended up being like twenty something. Okay, well, I did not have a scholarship, and so after <laughs> that much, <laughs> that much money, like to then go and take that education and sit. Well, and, and then go, you're like, making you were probably making less than it cost to go to Ithaca. I well, I <laughs> should have I could have been working at McDonald's. I'm not joking. Would I was you? I was making your minimum nothing. wage. I couldn't pay rent. I couldn't. I know we <laughs> she struggled we, together. <laughs> I mean, I remember calling my father, being like, "I can't pay the rent," and he's like, "What do you want me to freaking do well, about we it?" We're so skinny because we can only afford like a piece of sushi, and I'm not 
not know, like one roll each. Yes, and if we ordered from our favorite chicken place, we would order little, but we were starving. Starving, but we were poor. So yes. that's the way it went. It is a good diet being poor. It's a great diet. So, okay. So then you finally get your break. Yeah. And you're on morning mashup. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then, so how long has it been since you were on morning mashup? Okay. So I got, so what's the year? It's a 2019. The year in 2019. And I got there in 2005. I think you were on air around 2006 or 2007. Correct. Yeah. So like, it's like 12 years on yeah. air. And... It was four of you guys. Now it's three of you guys, yes. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and you guys have had changes, yeah. ups and downs. But yeah. I mean, once you kind of got into that world, has it been pretty consistent? Or it's been consistent. I think I have like, um, what Your is life it? Life has changed a lot. My life has changed, but I feel like because my... you were their resident hot party girl. Yes. I will never forget the picture of you. It's so. It was so on brand. Yes. You're in Vegas in a bikini. Oh, on the motorcycle. On a motorcycle. Oh, my gosh. I wish that picture would go away. I mean, I was at a broadcast. We were at a pool, so I should have been in a bathing suit, but I did not need to get on the motorcycle, but one of my co-hosts dared me to, then took a picture, and now it forever exists. Haunts you. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> so I also got so wasted at that Vegas work trip that I got lost at the convention center and was convinced on the phone with the boys who were trying to find me while I was drunk that the um, the Shining twins were following me. What Shining twins? They were not. You know the little girls in the Shining Shut down up. the hall. That's such a Coley thing to they do. They were. They were. They were. Look. They were following me. Nicole gets so drunk she starts to act like she's on shrooms. Yeah, I was. I was not on shrooms. <laughs> I swear to God, it was just alcohol. But I was at that, that level. Like I'm sometimes looking at her when we were drinking. I'm like. Like what have you? What else have you taken? What did you ingest that you're Just not sharing with me? <laughs> Give me. <laughs> I want to be on your level. Uh, um, okay, so I have some like written down questions because oh, I knew because we're so close that I was like, if I don't write questions, it's just gonna be like we're talking about college. Okay, probably. <laughs> so okay, so um, I want a career highlight and career low. Okay, so like, what was the, what was like the best moment working there, and like, what was the biggest low? Okay, let's just do low first. Okay, um, the low was when like I realized how um, I don't know if I don't want to say like sexist, but like I'll mm. call it real. How real, mm -hmm. um, you know, corporate culture can be when I was told my career was over when I was pregnant. Yeah. And I was basically, I mean, I thought I was going to get fired because it was Which, like. Which, if you had blessed, could you be a bazillionaire? Right. And we could be living on yachts, so you fucking stupid <sighs> I'm idiot. I'm sorry. <laughs> we could have been on below deck. Oh, my God. But, like, above. <laughs> totally above. <laughs> um, I, you know, and I, and that was what I started out as, this resident party girl, and I told about all my, like, my dating and, and gallivanting around New York City, and then all this, like, I mean, he wasn't, my boss wasn't even happy when I got, like, engaged. No. She was heated. And you got engaged on the air and I remember because you said this in response to the engagement I'm shaking like a bumblebee I'm shaking like a bumblebee I, don't know I was why. in Puerto Rico yes. on a bachelorette when I was rich listening <laughs> to it and being like dying that I wasn't there yeah uh, um so like that alone he was like then once that happened he was like fine you're like getting married but like just call him like your man try not to talk about him you want to give this illusion that you're still wanted <gasps> and available and available then I was like okay I kind of went with it like fine whatever what like it suck it yeah and then I got pregnant and I waited much longer than I should have to tell them. And when I, once I did, it was like, 
I mean, I, I was like, there's a belly here, and you're looking at me and telling me that my career is over. No one's going to want me, and that like what I have to say is no longer interesting or important or fun. Which but- is now, in retrospect, so crazy, because so- I feel like your mommy brand is so relatable yeah. and so, so like such a big part of social media in a good way. Like yeah. People respond the best to your mommy stuff yeah. because so many women our age are moms yeah. and that's the audience yeah. Yeah. and what mom can't relate to another fucking mom. Yeah. It's goddamn universal whether you're a, on MTV or a teenage mom or you're you know a, a late in life mom all moms are like mom problems hashtag. Yeah, yeah it's true. Has, I mean, has the boss said that to you now realized yes, like the era of we have, ways? We've, we didn't speak for a month. Wow. Um, which is a big deal because we used to talk every day and have meetings and everything um and then you know we he had we obviously he learned the error of his ways and i would never have like gone to hr or anything because he was actually a very very close friend of mine a father figure a mentor a coach i love him to death um but he has since of course apologized no seen that he was wrong and, you know, and knows that. and he learned a lot too career highlight my highlight this is so hard i know it's always so i, I can always remember the negative and never the positive yeah it's so true like because um, you guys do like a, a lot of vets in the fishbowl and if you're a serious xm subscriber you probably have heard of this term before it's like this big wide um open glass yeah um entertainment space where like you get to it's like where all the high profile interviews right. are and you guys do those all the time and all the ones we've done in there and maybe if i just like kind of like glom those all together yeah. like lady Gaga and Katy Perry and Taylor Swift and all and like Ed Sheeran and Imagine Dragons and Fall Out Boy and all these huge like the biggest stars in the world we've interviewed and every time we do them in those in that space they're always like they always are so grateful and are, are and voice how like, the, the stars yes to us how love how much they love us and how supportive we've been Aww. and how they they really remember us they remember our names and and what an impact we've made and like we have inside jokes and when I have those moments in there it's like whoa like I come back back down to earth and I'm like these are some of the biggest celebrities in the world and like I've like touched their lives in some way so yeah like, like they know your name they know my name yes exactly like it's crazy it's crazy like, Taylor Swift you guys <clears throat> kind of launched her career. Yeah, and like when I had Parker, like Parker was eight months. I brought her in, and we did one of those events. And like I, Matt came out with Parker, and like kind of husband held her up my my hubs. uh, Who forgot diapers that day? That was awesome. He swaddled her in toilet paper from the Sirius XM, and that toilet paper was not good. It was not soft at all, (laughs) not for a baby's touch. Um, and he held her up, and Taylor goes, "Is that your? You have a baby? Oh my god!" And we, and that made me realize, like, I've been interviewing her. We were one of the first, you know, she crossed over with us, like from country, like. I've been interviewing her since she was like 14 years old. Like she knows us. Like I have a handwritten note from her saying, thank you so much. I'm such a fan of yours. Like you, you know, thank you for supporting me. And like, so she feels like she's growing up with me and I feel like I'm growing up with her. So those are, those are cool moments. Who were you the most shocked when it came, comes to like someone being a celebrity listener? Because that's something that happens a lot with oh, series. Yeah. A lot of celebrities actually listen. Like I used to like be talking shit and people would be like, you know, that's going to get back to them. I was like, no, it's not. See, so your girl from Younger, Hillary Duff, yeah. was like, Nicole, I just have to tell you, because I, I said, okay, you're going to do the 411 with me. She's like, I better not be in it, because I was in it last week, and I didn't like that. Shut she, up. she called me out, yeah. Wait, awesome. so was that the one that like you got called out by the hardest, and you were like, oh, they're listening. Um, that makes me feel weird. Yeah, and that might not have been the hardest. I'll have to think about that one. Have but, you ever um, been like, like, called out by a celebrity because your job is to do i mean you among many jobs the 411 you do like the gossip you yeah do like the, the news um i can't think about being called out but you know like like um 
uh, Hugh Jackman came in. He was like, oh, God, I, can I say hi to my kids? They're obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. They knew our names. Like, Hugh Jackman. I can't. What? I can't. Yeah, like those are, it's cool. Like we get a lot of that now. It happens a lot. Speaking of celebs. Yes. Best celeb and worst celeb. I mean, I don't know. But Paris Hilton was the worst celeb. Okay, awesome. Go. I mean, um, number one, she was kept posing, and I was like, no one can see you. You're <laughs> on the radio. She actually came back and redeemed herself recently. She really? was like a little bit better. But Did you see the documentary the on Netflix? American meme. That was it. I actually thought, wow, she is a person when she doesn't use her fake voice. Also, you know who else was a dick? This is her real yeah, voice. No, this but, is her real voice. And this is her fake voice. But she also came in with um, like, like Secret Service. like, oh. and, and she was posing again. I was like, there's no cameras in here. This is radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she, again, she did redeem herself this past time. She was pretty cool. Um, uh, what's his name? Vince Vaughn. Nightmare. He Nightmare. took him. Yes. I wanted Shut Wedding up. Crashers Vince Vaughn. He took it. Oh, even worse. Jonah Hill. Hey, Jonah, if you're listening, you suck monkey dick. <laughs> he was awful. He was terrible. Wait, wait. He had people combing his hair and dotting makeup on his face. You're lying to me. He was wearing rose-colored sunglasses, and he was rude and kept looking at us and not answering our questions. Shut your fucking face. I mean, ruined my life. What do you think? Okay, so like when you when you interview celebrities, this is the thing. People always say, don't meet your what your, 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 idol. your idol, yeah, because they'll ruin it. And I don't actually agree with that. But when it comes to like these major celebrities, I mean, I got the, I, I've had my fair share. Bethany Frankel I'll never get over yes I mean she's so good on the show so I'm like over it and she's like so pretty now like she really, she really rich looks, looks good on her oh looks oh. fabulous so I'm kind of like getting over it as time passes but like you know you have those moments like Eric Stone Street stab you stab you stab you stab you stab you and I love him in the nostril he was such a dick we got in a fight over Pepto-Bismol I remember I Taylor. can't even I can't even <laughs> I remember but that's the thing is like you do, you inevitably in Justin Bieber. I mean, I just actually found a picture of me hugging him, and I'm like that. Despite that horrific interview, partially my fault, partially his. Probably. Um, we all see what a douche he can be. Okay. Yeah. Um, but and I just caught him right at, at like at the beginning of douchedom. Yeah, you did. So I was expecting sweet kid, and I got like douchey teenager. He was being a rebellious teenager. He, he was, was doing his thing. Yeah. And was like, I'm a big boy now. Yeah. No more depends for me. But you're not. <laughs> you're not even close. It's all about the music, ma. Oh, yeah. That was his answer why he's Forbes third most influential person he called you ma ma but you're not hip-hop but he hugged me Stop. okay great <laughs> <laughs> so when a Jonah Hill like behaves that way you're like I'll, j- I'll write in their face I'll go like okay well then like I'll just I shut it down like I'm not like you're being rude but I kind of give it right back to them like all right like kind of like I know the people that are listening can feel this tension can feel this awkwardness the so I'm just gonna, yeah they feel the bathoticness we're like in the bath and Re- bath Recon day parade <laughs> bathing in bathos and I'm just like you know what I'm not gonna be the like the loser here no. who's getting like shut down and you're like oh, okay yeah. Jonah like keep yeah. trying so hard yeah I'm not doing that you're I'm not, not a sweaty your, try hard not your monkey boy I'm not doing that <laughs> and I just like it didn't I wasn't feeling it and and then he tried to come back and we said I uh, know I like that me like yeah, it me, me like, like it, it. Yeah. okay and then you said Vince Vaughn what, what, what was his deal he just was like again I wanted I wanted wedding crashers Vince Vaughn like I wanted that guy I wanted that is there anyone funnier than him in wedding crashers no, like that's how I feel about. Have you ever interviewed? Why am I blanking? I just watched just that the nail salon. Oh god, um, is it from Netflix? Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper. You got it. Boom. Uh, neither. Okay, I feel like Bradley I, Cooper. I think would eat me alive. I think he would be so 
El Serioso and yeah. it would just be like such a disappointment. Yeah. Like I want, I want, I want, I want, I want Stars Born Bradley Cooper. Yeah, me too. It's never going to happen. Like well, you delicious mess. You read his thing in um in Vanity Fair. He was not, he, they said he's tough. He's tough now and that's yep. fine. You're an artist. You're an artist. So is Vince Vaughn apparently. And he came in and I was like, listen, dude, come on. Mm-mm. Like he just was like kind of like, pff, he gave us like a lot of those. And I just kind of was like, okay, are, all right, I I thought this was gonna be fun, but okay. Percentage wise, what percentage of celebrities are like? Because <laughs> don't forget, we're so serious is radio. Yeah. it's cool radio, mm. but it's still radio. And like a lot of these celebrities, I don't even know that people recognize this. Like, so when they sign up to do a movie, part of their contract involves press, of course. And so they have to go around, and to, they don't like it. None and they of them really like don't it. like it. They really don't like it. So when they like you, it's like such a yeah. compliment because you know they're actually having a good time. But that's the thing is like, and sometimes with radio, I feel like you know it can be like, oh god, so it's like I really don't like doing TV, but I have to at like, least smile because the camera's on me. Right. But in radio, they can like be kind of dicks. I think that they don't realize it's going to translate through their voice even more. Hundred so. percent. I think that we force them into it because we come with like this kind of crazy, like like caffeinated like energy, and so I think that a lot of them try to match it. When they don't, it falls short a little bit. But it I, makes um, them look bad. The majority of them are are really wonderful. Good. Yeah, I yeah. really have had more good experiences than bad. Also, our talent booker, like one of the talent bookers, like Spencer, will always tell them like ahead of time, like listen, this is a bit, this is a big show. This is like he'll talk about the audience yeah. and that we're very family friendly and that we're not looking to like. Like ask the like the, the uncomfortable question, right. even though I always do. You I just do it. Always in a, do. I do it in like a cute way. How do you do it for real? Because I'm such a puss. I cannot ever ask the uncomfortable questions. Like I'll skirt around things. Like when Charlie Puth like um was dating um Selena Gomez, okay. right? So they're dating allegedly, and then three of his songs like are about her. Like the big songs on the radio that you hear. Like allegedly, you're uh, like confirmed. No, it's pretty confirmed. Okay, but like I was at, it wasn't really confirmed. And so this when he was in, I was like, so like. Um, you've written a bunch of songs um, that may or may not be about someone that we all know, Selena Gomez. And, you know, it just, I mean, it, it, those are about, you know, and I'm, and I'm cute with him. And I'm, and then he kind of looks at me and I'm like, why are you freaking out? There's nothing to freak out about. You know, this is the trust tree. You know, we, you know, like trust you just, tree. you got a sugar coat, a sugar coat. <laughs> you got to lie a little bit. And again, we've built up a rapport with him. Like he's been coming on since, you know, the beginning. Yep. So, um, and he was like, I'm sweating. And I don't really want to talk about this. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I'm going to take that as a yes. They're all, all those songs are about her. <laughs> you know? Who was the celebrity you were most nervous for? Like, couldn't get your um, shit together? Probably Taylor Kitsch. Oh, was my. We both Friday had Nights. a very weird moment with him. Well, you had a good moment with him. I had a bad moment. Good, bad. I, I told good, you, walked weird. in and I said, marry me. That was not a good way to start the interview. I scared him away. I was just like. He what, liked you. What he, does it feel like to be so hot? Like, all the normal <laughs> questions. <laughs> And then I ran into him, so I was doing. I know, I know. I was where I was doing getting younger, like the whatever fan show for younger, and we were at the upfronts. And I saw him, and I said to him, "Hey, I don't know if you remember hey, me." Remember and he me? goes, "You're the crazy girl from SiriusXM." And I was like, "And I had just been fired." And I was like, "I am the I fired crazy girl." Was. But I would. I was scared to tell Viacom because I was scared that they would like not want me anymore, mm. which was like so crazy because when they found out, they were like, "Oh, we don't give a shit about that." And I was yeah. like, "Woo." But um, uh, yeah, I was also very nervous for Colin Farrell, who I had recently, because I just want to. I just want to. You want to do him? You want to bang him? I just want to put the B in the, the P in the V bad. <laughs> um, and then Ray Donovan, Liev Shriver was because you're such a fan of the show. The biggest was he not to his character? He was everything. Shut up. He was everything and more and more. Yeah. What was the dumbest thing you ever did in your career? 
So many things. I know. That's why I want to talk about it. So many things. There's a really great game you play. Oh, I did. Okay, I did. Uh, well, Nicole versus the streets? Yeah, where Nicole has to basically answer trivia questions, and there's nobody worse at trivia than Nicole. Yeah, that's ba- when they basically asked me to play Jeopardy, and I suck. <laughs> um, one thing that was bad was, okay, this. do you remember when the Hogans were like a, like a big deal? Like Hulk. Hogan, like the, they were on VH1. They had yes. The reality show was a big deal. And... Um, what's her name? What's this? The daughter, Brooke. Brooke. Brooke Hogan. Whoa. Okay. I right. can't remember. Oh I can't remember my cleaning lady's name. I don't remember what I had for lunch. Okay. But I can remember that. So listen. So I'm. We have to. They're like shoving her down all of our throats. Like it's like this is like the seventh time it felt like they were up there and they were like so we're waiting outside the <laughs> studio to like go interview her and I'm sitting there. I'm like, we have to fucking interview this bitch again. Like I like seriously, who the fuck cares about the Hogans? And all on. And this woman goes like, Hi, I'm so and so. I'm the Hogans publicist. And I was like, And my foot is in my mouth. Oh, and I want to die. God. Pulled the interview. She pulled the interview. No. No. Fine. I don't want to interview her anymore. It's the seventh time. You're like, as you walked in the house, that's what I wanted. (laughs) That's what I wanted. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Did Um, you ever think, aside from the pregnancy thing, that you're going to get fired from Serious? Did you ever like have an interview or something? Yeah. You you call it so many times. Eventually, they want to fire you. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, you you know, um, oversleeping a bunch (gasps) of times. It's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. Like, like think about when you have a really important. flight to take yeah and that's that every morning and you miss it it's that every it's morning that every morning yeah that's radio we, we were just on vacation and i woke up like that i woke up and it was where eight. am i i woke up and it was eight and i was like no gotta go i go we gotta get to the beach and matt goes we don't really gotta get to the beach just yet <laughs> just lay down relax blow me i'm joking no but no just, no that's accurate but like also but also he just like we're on vacation but like it was that same feeling of like of just oh no 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 oh my god oh my gosh back in the day i was a big napper just for the oh, schedule yes. and i would wake up at like um like i guess i would wake up because there were times i was i had to get up at like four in the morning mm. but there was times like where i would take naps till like 5 30 yeah p.m and it yeah. was dark outside but it was dark outside when you wake up in the morning and i was like <gasps> So anyway, yeah, um, no, no, the, but that is the worst when you wake up in the middle of the night and you think like, what? Because we, we when we go to work, it's dark. Exactly. So if you wake up in the middle of the night, you might think you I miss mean, work. You miss work. Nicole, this has been more fun than I can even like quantify. Now I just want to like put these microphones down and I want to like get cozy in bed and like order food with you. I know. So pew, had it for lunch. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, this is you have to come back because I feel like we have so much more to talk about. A million bajillion hours of it. But thank you for sharing your career because I feel like this is a very I I I am inspired. I know you, and I didn't know any of this shit. Thanks, love. And I think it's important for people to hear because you I'm, know I'm this, a, the struggle is real the, for it, all of us, no matter how real. high up we are. And I'm I'm proud of you for you hustling like a motherfucker. <laughs> Girl, uh, didn't that sound really tough the way I said that? I did like it, but you are you you hustle hard and you you. You didn't know I had it in me until I, you got fired, did you? You've been killing it, and I'm really Thank proud of you. you. I really I, I watch you, and I'm just like she's 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 okay. I don't know if I could pick myself up like that. Thanks, boo boo. Yeah, I love you. I'm proud I of love, you. Oh, I love you. I love you more. Oh my god, let's make out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's it for us today on the show. Make sure to follow Nicole on social media at Mashup Nicole. Yes. And also, um, if you have serious, listen to her. She is on uh, the morning mashup. Yeah. It is from what time to what time? Six a.m. to noon. And it is on channel. 
two. Two. It's one on channel two. It's one on channel two. And if you don't subscribe to Sears, don't. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> just find me here hanging with Tay in my bed. Yeah, yeah. Just stay here. <laughs> She'll be here. Um, and if you love what you heard here, make sure to check out my radio show. It's called The Taylor Shecker Show. It's a live radio show. Uh, 8 to 10 a.m. And sometimes Nicole gets to pop on by. You know it. You guys, that's it for us this week. Have a great one. And we'll be back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. And listen live or on demand.